Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is August the 26th. 2020 strong hand long-term thinking buy and hold don't scam yourself buying over crying personal responsibility is new counterculture we'll talk about all the three of those topics uh five digit round value your wealth in bitcoin i am offended by selling don't fomo on altcoins even if some bitcoin guy is uh promoting it i guess is that what we're going to talk about is everyone going to be a yenta today yeah, it's time to crypto yenta it up a little bit, uh, but we'll, we'll get a good lesson out of it. Hello, my elite friends. I know you're not yentas. Uh, you're here for the uh, the information, the insider information. Remember, if you have questions, I have answers. You guys are all unique beasts. Yes. And uh, just type in Bitcoin Meister or you can do a super chat. Get my attention. And uh, someone asked about the uh, was that a serious question? Jay Parr, I will answer it if that was a serious question, what you said before the show started. But I don't know if you were really serious about that. So tell me in the uh, – get my attention. Tell me if you're serious. Uh, this is my 1,800 – 1,800th show, 1,800 shows on DisruptMeister.com now. So check out DisruptMeister.com for the archives. I've been doing this for, for some time. Uh, you can learn. You can learn a lot, I, I think. Uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad I've chronicled all this. Now, you, you definitely – you can get the history of freaking Bitcoin on here, baby. Pound that like button, and you can see what uh, the very definition—the very definition of conviction—is. All these shows, I keep on going. I'm like the Energizer Bunny, baby. Uh, and yeah, so and on Twitter, I'm Techball T E C H B A L T. Let's start with some hyperbole, okay? I mean, this ended up being hyperbole. I don't know what he meant it to be here. Bitstein, you gotta be careful of stuff like this. He says. The, the monetization of Bitcoin is arguably the most important event in human history. <laughs> and we get to experience it. Amazing. Okay. He, he's saying that the monetization of Bitcoin is the most important event in human, in human history? <laughs> you know, it, I, I think the, the growth of Bitcoin, the wealth that will be created uh, – through the, the strong hands saving. Hang on. Is there is there an audio issue on my end? Is anyone else having a problem with the audio here? Give me a uh, give me a confirmation of audio, real quick, guys. Real quick. All right. Now, uh, so if someone's having a problem with the, it's not me with the audio issue here. Now, what was I saying? Yeah, so I, I think the, the, the wealth created through Bitcoin, through saving, through being a long-term thinker, it's going to allow Bitcoiners to be involved with some of the most important events in human history. Guy, life extension, space travel, uh, colonization of, of faraway places in the solar system and beyond, those, are, those uh, events are more important than uh, Bitcoin, okay? Now, Bitcoin can lead to those events happening, but uh, life extension technology, true life extension technology, that that's like when you say one of the most important events in human history, there you go. I, I don't think there's an argument about that. If people can all of a sudden live to be 200 instead of 85, that's bigger than Bitcoin. I, I got to tell you the truth, guys. This just should. I mean, you can get carried away with the Bitcoin hyperbole and you got to – Bitcoin's huge and it will allow people to – 
to get the wealth to get into those uh, life-changing, life-altering, human history-altering uh, projects, okay? So don't go too wild. And hey, it's great to be a fan. It's great to be get excited about Bitcoin. It really is great. But sometimes you got to just understand that some of this is hyperbole, even if they didn't mean it that way. All right. Audio is fine. Very good, dudes. And Jay Parr. All right. Jay Parr did not. Okay. So I guess it wasn't a serious question. And uh, yeah. Now, next uh, next topic. We're getting closer to the Yenta INX stuff. Oh, how did, how did this become a topic? Remember, people, retweet this right now. Spread the word. I just gave you a link to retweet it. I can do two things at once here. Unbelievable. Now, uh, next thing, complexity worship. Before we get to the Yentas, INX drama. Before we get there, where, I just lost my place. Sorry. This is from Arjun, who's been on the show. He works out in San Francisco, Silicon Valley area. I've talked about how people over there got, have a different look. Different take on DeFi and Ethereum. So I'm going to give you some uh, DeFi buzzword complexity worship type of talk here, and uh, I'll break it down. This is what Arjun said in a tweet, and it's linked to below. Everything I talk about is linked to below, so you can see these references are legit. As DeFi on Ethereum matures, developer shelling points have begun emerging around contracts like Compound's governance module and Synthetic's Minter contract. This lowers the barrier to implement staking or governments and or governance and to support new projects similar to the ERC20 standard. Now, did anyone understand what I just said at all? No, seriously, did you? You, you have to read that quite a few times and know about this space to really get a taste of what he means there, okay? Now, there are plenty of people, they hear that and they read that and they're like, I'm not gonna take the time to understand that. That is filled with so much jargon and buzzwords. Clearly this Ethereum thing is gonna be huge. Clearly this DeFi thing is gonna be huge. This is Silicon Valley. This is, this is, the new of the new, the innovation of the innovation. This, uh, what, what Arjun just put out there that I don't even understand. So it's, it's tweets like this. And he works it for a company that uh, you know, has portfolios, this, that, and the other. So they got to they complicate matters. But this is where the big boys play. So get used to this. I like to keep it simple with Bitcoin. It's a newfangled savings account. But there are so many people out there, smart people, people who want to think they're smart, people who want to think they're on the technical cutting edge, and people who want to be involved with the Silicon Valley latest, hottest thing. And it, it all gets mishmashed in there. And so they talk with uh, mishmash words, buzzwords, uh, and, and they just worship the complexity right there. Everything that he just said. Is he doing that because he's a bad dude? No, he's living it. He understood what he said. He understood what he said. But in the end of the day, what is... <laughs> What the heck is all that going to bring you there? It's gonna, there's going to be a lot of speculation into the Ethereum and the DeFi. It really should have a simpler explanation than that. It, it really should. If it, if it, if it could be, if it was better than Bitcoin, um, you could explain it like Bitcoin, a, new, a newfangled savings account. But it appears that you really, it's you know, you got to put in all these magical mystery words. And hey, 
to each his own. Some of you love that stuff. And I just wanted to read you out a statement. You're going to see more and more of those. So don't feel bad that you don't understand that the first time you hear it or the fifth time you read it. Uh, that's the way of the world. And some people are hoping that you don't and you just buy it blindly and make yourself feel real smart. Pound that like button. Let me tell you how you feel smart, okay? You just buy it. <laughs> you don't need that whole complex worship process. I mean, some people do, but uh, you, you really shouldn't. You should understand what you're freaking buying, okay? So play this at 2x, people, if you're watching this tape. You can understand me at 2x or 1.75. It saves so much time. I watch all videos at 2x or 1.75x if they've got a really thick uh, accent. Now, or if it's later in the night. <laughs> I guess my brain gets a little tired after a 2 a.m. Now, uh, so let's talk about Ethereum and uh, this, uh, this INX thing, okay? So there are these... Uh, there are these guys out there in the space, you know, Jameson Lop and uh, Fluffy Pony, uh, Whale Panda, especially, and uh, Charlie Lee. I'm forgetting some names. Okay. They're big fans of Bitcoin. Now, of course, some of those names are also have been fans of altcoins before, too. Obviously, uh, Charlie and uh, Fluffy Pony. But they can be pretty vicious, some of these dudes, in their their – their Twitter personas can be vicious and very orthodox when it comes to, you know, Bitcoin or the highway. Okay. Well, and to take it to another level here, let's, they all have something in common. And at times, all of these guys have really ripped on Ethereum, I, I believe. And let's, let's go to, uh, and your fluffy ponies, he's ripped on Dash as being a scam. What's a scam? This is a scam. That's a scam. Uh, you know, the, the abuse of the word scam by all of these dudes, I don't know about Locke, but by, by those dudes, they abuse the word scam. They really do. Um, BitConnect was a scam, okay? OneCoin was a scam. Ethereum is not a scam. Now, Whale Panda in his uh, his persona, he can be very obnoxious on uh, on Twitter, and it's... A lot, a lot of what he spouts out can be garbage and crypto noise, but there is some you can learn from Whale Panda also. I mean, this is the way I – when I tell you guys about who to check out on crypto Twitter, Bitcoin Twitter, I, I say, you know, there's going to be some trash sometimes. There's going to be some yenta stuff, okay, some gossip. But there's going to be hardcore stuff too. But he uh, – Whale Panda, of all these people, he's engaged in the attacks on Ethereum, okay, and on, you know – pushing it toward this corner where some people like to say it's a scam. Now, Tone has done that too. But one thing with Tone is, does he buy Ethereum? Does he get involved with projects that deal with Ethereum? Does he change his mind about Ethereum? When people he's friends with, associated with, oh, some of those guys he personally knows, when they, uh, when they get involved with something like this, INX, which is a token on Ethereum, does he change his mind? No, he didn't. You can watch the video of Jimmy Song and Tone Base talking about this. It's like in the first 10 minutes or so. It's linked to below. They explain what this INX thing is. It's, I mean, it's a way to IPO without IPOing. Okay. And they're doing it on the Ethereum blockchain. And it get it'll get SEC approval. And hey, they're they're starting an exchange or something, and this is the way they're gonna do it. It's quite an innovation. It's quite an innovation. If you want to start an exchange and um, you know, 
follow SEC rules and allow accredited investors to buy and be able to IPO without real – they're revolutioning what an IPO is. Great. Compete. Don't complain. That's awesome that they're doing that. I mean that's not something I would do. I would never uh, buy such a project. I mean it's very spe highly speculative. I only buy Bitcoin. And But when it boils down to it, the, some of these guys talk a really big game against Ethereum, and now they're using it. And so it's hypocritical. It's hypocritical against what these their their personas were online. Okay, so that's that's it. I mean that's it. They were hip. Some of them were hypocrites in what they said. Should you go crazy about it? Should you worry about it? Should you say, oh, I lost all respect for these dudes? I had them on pedestals. I worship them. No, you shouldn't have put them on pedestals anyway. People people they're making money now. Have have they vilified other people's ways of making money before? Yes, they have. They're it. They're, they're legitimately making money. Ethereum, they have proven that Ethereum is not a scam because what they're doing is it's a use case for Ethereum. If you want to follow SEC rules and have an IPO without having an IPO and uh, have accredited investors give you, throw money at you, this is what you do. It's a real, and you, you make a token called INX and you get it and you sell it. And then, so it's not, Ethereum is not a scam. Ethereum is nowhere close to a scam. Ethereum is something these men are using to become wealthy. Congra and congratulations to them. Congra so Ethereum is the next Ethereum. Uh, so I, I mean, I'm into production. I'm not into destruction. Have some of these guys talked about destruction of altcoins and this? I, I think they have. Uh, no, I don't, I'm not going to lump them all together here again. Each one has a varying degree of what they scream about as a scam or what isn't a scam. And, you know, and so there's this. So out here in the world today, you know, Tone and Jimmy, you got to give – they gave it legitimate criticism. They put their faces out there. I'm explaining it in my way. I'm giving it legitimate criticism uh, in terms of their personalities. I mean you, you, what they were trying to convey to the general public beforehand, so especially Whale Panda, uh, is not exactly what is being done behind the scenes. But they can change their minds about things. It's, there's, there's nothing – I mean you can change your mind in, in life, all right? But uh, – and Alan Silbert has something to do with this. But – there's an old boys network in um, in cryptocurrency, even though it hasn't been around right that long. There clearly is an old boys network because when some people do something, when some people do something, a bunch of people get in a herd and they form something called the uh, Bitcoin Inquisition and they try to cancel that person. They try to destroy that person. But when you're in the old boys network and you do something that some people would send to the Bitcoin Inquisition, it's all right. So you, you now Udi is a guy I know in Israel, a great guy, a, a, a person who really dislikes Ethereum. I mean, I, I think you could say that he's uh, definitely sent people to the Inquisition in his own way. Uh, but you know, he, he he gives excuses for these guys. He, he gives it, and so this is he's and, and, and Udi's a great guy and everything. But I'm just pointing it out. I'm pointing it out. You know, you could take the Tone Vase approach to it, or you can like be like, well, these guys are my friends. I don't want to rip on them. Now, Tone Bay is there. He's with friends, but he's still ripped on them. Yeah, so there are, are – you, now you're hearing about this INX thing. You're, a lot of people are up in arms just screaming, it's a scam, it's a scam, it's, it's a scam. Okay, dudes. No, it's not a, it, it's not a scam. It's, not, it's, a, it's a thing. This is the way they're funding their project, whatever. <laughs> but it's hypocritical of what they used to say. But you don't have some of the big names out there that love – to send people to the Bitcoin Inquisition, they just get such pleasure out of doing it. They don't do it with their buddies because it's an old boys network. Now, this is the thing about a th about the Bitcoin. Okay, cool. There's an old boys network, and you're probably not part of it. 
that, that's life. You can still do just as well as them. It was, it, it, I think in, in the mainstream world today, people go crazy. Like, well, why is there an old boys network that, that, that prevent uh, certain people from, from joining certain uh, colleges and certain this, then the other? And they cry and they scream and they this and they that. And they so want to be part of that old boys network. You know, start your own network. Start your own thing. It, it, it reminds me of uh, even my own people um, in, in the 50s and stuff. They, they didn't like being excluded from the country clubs of, uh, of the uh, – the, the, the Gentiles, the Gentile country clubs, okay? And so some of them cried and screamed and had protests, but some of them started their own country clubs and their own their own swim clubs and stuff. And you just, you just deal with it, okay? There's old boys networks. That's great. Deal, deal with it, all right? Um, so wanted to point that out there. But, I mean, the, anyway, the, there's some people – I'm just giving you a lay of the land out there. This is where the big boys play. Deal with the old boys networks. Deal with something that people are going to change their minds. Deal with that, you know, just just deal with it. Ethereum is not a scam, and that people um, exactly you know overuse that word scam quite a bit. And I think uh, this is the ultimate example of that right now. So you can read the article, uh, and and for all the people out there that are like it's wrong that they want to make money. It's not wrong that they want to make making trying to produce is great. It's awesome. It's the people who discourage people from producing that's bad. And those dudes have discouraged people from producing, okay? They have used words to discourage people from producing. Um, so I, I am only here uh, to encourage everybody to compete, not to complain, to produce, not to destroy. Uh, there's always an option. You can always outmaneuver an old boy network, okay, if you're creative and you're in motion and you're a freaking unique beast. So uh, – and, and just don't – you know, don't get caught in this this drama, this soap opera, this Yenta stuff. Don't waste too much time on it. Um, and of course, just you know, buy Bitcoin <laughs> and and pound that like button right right here and now. All right. Uh, so that's enough of that. Remember, this week in Bitcoin, we had Boris Guy and Tommy on this Friday. Of course, there'll be another this week in Bitcoin. I don't know who's going to be on exactly yet. I'm working on some things behind the scenes. And I'm just seeing if anyone had questions. Again, if you, you got to type in Bitcoin Meister, I'm not going to be able to see it. Or you do a super chat. All right. So this is this has been a lot of fun here today. Uh, all right. Now, and 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 calling names, the whole calling, you know, you're a scammer. You're, it's it's so childish. It's it's not productive at all. And maybe if you get angry once, you can you can a, th a few names you throw out there. But the constantly, constantly, constantly doing it is just—I mean, it's you're, you're adding garbage. You're ad adding crypto noise. But hey, this is where the big boys play. You're welcome to uh, add crypto noise. You're welcome to do anything. Um, I mean, if you have a true strong hand and long-term thinking, you don't let this noise distract you, and you stay on target. You stay with your system, your Bitcoin system, and that's it. Uh, and Fidelity Investments. So here we go. We're talking about accredited investors, all this stuff. Fidelity Investments has filed a, for a new Bitcoin index fund, according to SEC documents. Fidelity has a, has been a uh, consistent Bitcoin watcher with investments around the globe. The new fund would allow unlimited investments for accredited investors. All right. So is this exactly Fidelity doing this new fund? Okay. Or is it a guy is it a spinoff of Fidelity? I don't know the exact bureaucracy behind it, the exact specifics. What I do know is this. They're, they're complicating, they're financializing Bitcoin. You know, 
Uh, a Bitcoin index fund is not Bitcoin. But there are all these people that are accredited investors. They, they feel like, you know, they're special. They, they, their whole lives, this is the way they've been, or their whole financial lives, this is what they invest in. And you have to be approved. And they, they need the seal of approval of the government to tell me that, hey, this is a, a accredited investor type of material. Now I can get into Bitcoin. So cool. Compete, don't complain. If you want to create products that aren't really Bitcoin, that are for wealthy people, great. I think that's great for Bitcoin. And it'll get more people uh, knowledgeable about Bitcoin. Now, just now, Fidelity is a big name. Obviously, it's. I'm, I'm glad they're getting deeper and deeper into it. Maybe it's not. A, maybe it's a subsidiary of theirs, or just. A, yeah, I don't know. I, again, I'm not going to get into the, uh, the entire bureaucracy behind it. But just because you know you got a big name out there doesn't mean you you don't have to diversify this. You know, you, you're like I just own boring Bitcoin. I should own uh, the fake Bitcoin too, the GBTC Bitcoin, the the Fidelity Bitcoin. No, no, no. Don't diversify for the sake of diversification. Okay, they're all built on around that base layer of Bitcoin. That's the underlying asset. You don't need a middleman. You don't need to complicate things. Like we, this whole show has been about complicating things, whether it been our origin complicating what DeFi is, whether it be the the uh, fluffy pony dudes uh, complicating uh, the way to to raise funds and to get wealthy, uh, and, and now this just complicating uh, owning Bitcoin. Just keep it simple. Get rid of your middleman. That's what Bitcoin was. You know, it was created for. You get the real thing. Okay. It's, it's not fancy. It's just math. It's 21 million. And here we got a comment from Siong Nyong, Nian, uh, who I guess is in Vietnam uh, or maybe Vietnamese. It sounds like a Vietnamese name. Hello, Meister. How much Bitcoin do you have to own in 2024 to be the top 1%? Well, I, why don't we go back to my video? I, I'm going to say I, I gave that answer. In a 2015 video that says you will be elite if you own 10 Bitcoin. If you buy 10 Bitcoin now, you will be elite. So I'm, I'm going to say this. You'll, uh, in terms of uh, Bitcoin holders, you'll be in the top. Uh, you'll be in a very, very good shape in, uh, if you own 10 Bitcoin. Then Remember, the first goal is to get to, to one Bitcoin. Now, in terms of being a one percenter in the United States, in, in, in terms of overall wealth, uh you know, you might want to, uh, you see, that you would have to be worth over $10 million at that point. Uh, so there, there's a question for you. All right. Here's, a, here, here, here's, if you really want to be a one percenter in terms of all Americans, in terms of the wealth they own, um, how many Bitcoin do you need to uh, have $10 million worth of Bitcoin in 2024? That's up to you to decide. Okay. That's up to you to decide. Now, I, I've made that decision for myself personally, and I, I'm pretty confident that my decision was correct um to say the least a anyway so uh, again uh just you know shoot to get that one first but you know refer to my other video if you want to be elite among bitcoin holders i mean there's so uh, of all you know the individuals that are involved in the bitcoin space the individuals that are involved in there are the entities i forgot what the numbers are w what percent of people of entities actually own 10 or more Bitcoin. It's very few. I mean, I don't think it's one. I, I, I've done shows on this in the past. So, hey, I just say, uh, I hope uh, I hope people were watching in 2015. There are plenty of guys that were watching in uh, 2015 that did uh, aim to get that, that 10 Bitcoin. All right, but very, very good question. Very, very good question indeed. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Now, uh, yeah, Top Roller says 10 Bitcoin is top 1.5%. Well, in terms of... Uh, in the Bitcoin community, 
among all Bitcoin entities out there. I I, I forgot that I, you know look at my there's so many old videos of mine out there where we, we covered this. Uh, the, I think uh, Glassnodes had the chart that explained all this. Uh, dude, if you got ten Bitcoin, you're in, you're in, you're in mighty good shape. Okay, and if you could hold on to it to like uh, 2024, 2028, yeah, dude, you're 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 fine. Now. Uh, we talked about Fidelity. And finally, finally, five-digit realm, people. We're in the five-digit realm, you freaks out there uh, who worry about it. Now, and, and let's continue that five-digit realm streak. Let's get it to 63. Is that the the number that we need to get it to to break the uh, – the pre? The, watch yesterday's show. That's what it was about. SEC's new accredited investor rules have changed. So they've made it easier to be an accredited investor. Now, I don't care about this. <laughs> I don't care at all. Okay. Um, what the government defines as a great, that'll give me permission. So now I can buy the next Facebook pre IPO. Why don't you, again, we talked about my videos from 2015. Go back to my video when I was in New Zealand. I, I believe it had just turned 2016. And I said that buying Bitcoin is like getting in on a Facebook pre IPO. We don't need permission to be defined as accredited investors. We don't need to be tempted to get into those things, to be tempted to be like, oh, wow, now I can get into this company's pre-IPO thing. There's no guarantee that uh, that's the next tech company that has a pre-IPO that accredited investors can buy into uh, that will be helpful. Bitcoin is the version of that for every person on this freaking planet. Okay. It is a pre. It is comparable. Getting into Bitcoin is comparable to getting in on a pre-IPO, especially when I made that video back then. And I'm quite glad that I got in on that quote-unquote pre-IPO, which was buying a Bitcoin back then, over and over again. And then in 2016, more than that. So, uh, you know, a lot of people are saying, "Oh, this is great news." The SEC. Now, I, I think it's going to tempt some wealthier Bitcoiners to diversify into the sake of diversification. Now, the, the way they ease the rules, I don't know if it even makes that big of a difference. Okay. I, I, I don't, and I don't, I don't give a darn. About it. I, I really don't give a darn about it. I think that if it, it tempts people that were going to buy Bitcoin, but now think they, they should buy into these uh, pre IPO type of things and, and, and uh, financial instruments that you can't buy into unless you're uh a credit investor. I don't know. Don't go down that path. Don't go. Bitcoin is the best money out there. Bitcoin is the best uh, over the long term is the best uh, is the best out there. So why 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 do you need to even get into those accredited investor uh, products? Uh, okay, that is the end of the show. Uh, let me just again. I'm, I'm seeing if there are any other questions. No, they're they're not. Oh, I forgot to say tomorrow is going to be the question and answer show. Ask me anything. So we're going we're gonna to experiment and try to make Thursdays the Ask Me Anything shows. So have your topics ready. Do some thinking. I'll probably do it right after Brian, the UK Bitcoin master, finishes his show. It'll be like a double header or something like that. Uh, so thanks a lot, guys. Uh, remember, you get a new show here every day. We're trying something new tomorrow. If Thursday will become the question and answer day forever and ever. Well, not forever and ever, for, for the foreseeable future. And thanks a lot for the support in the uh, Super Chat and the uh, chat today. Retweet it. Tech Vault, follow me. It's this this Bitcoin Meister ecosystem. It's not just about the videos. I tweet out all sorts of things. Uh, and, and it'll, uh, you know, get help keep your hands strong. I'm the Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. 
bang the bell button, even though that probably even does nothing anymore with uh, YouTube the way they do things. Bye. Thanks.